Welcome, everyone, to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons and, of course, our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined today by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Ash Polson, along with our extremely special guest. Uh, he is one of our mods. He is an executive producer. And above all, all else, he is the king of manga himself. Manga oh, letterer no. Brandon Bovia. <laughs> hey, folks, how's it going? <laughs> Oh, oh, we're great! Boy. We've got the king of manga here with us. How the king of manga! I have declared him I've king, been... and I am my my. I have that power. I have that godly power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, my my ego's gonna go out of control now. I don't. You guys don't know what you've done, <laughs> Brandon. I gotta go over nine thousand. I gotta say, it's been <laughs> far far too long. Uh, I wanted to have you on the show since day one. I mean, you know me. Like, I've been bugging yeah. you about your work for as long as I've known you. Uh, like, Brandon, for those of you that don't know, I'm, I'm just going to talk you up for you, man. Uh, he oh, works yeah, on right, fucking Dragon Ball Super, uh, mm -hmm. Kaiju Number 8, and the new mm -hmm. one is uh, Red Hood? Or I'm, yeah, the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. The Hunter's Guild Red All of these are dope-ass manga. I mean, I, I shouldn't have bangers. to sell you on Dragon Ball, but Kaiju Number 8 <laughs> yeah. is... Like my new favorite manga, I I even talked about also it. I jones yeah, for it in between chapters, man. I've been talking it up since we started GVG, just because it, it. Yeah, the story is ridiculous. It goes like yeah, hard so, every chapter. So much fun. Yeah, yeah I got it. Just... I I gotta say, you hold one of the two jobs that like childhood Steve wanted more than anything in the world one was to really? write for egm i was like oh man mm -hmm. write about yeah. video games yeah. that's awesome yeah, really the yeah. the Same. other one was don't know how i'm gonna do it but get to read and watch dragon ball early whatever the whatever the cost <laughs> whatever the price <laughs> so i am i mean, uh, I mean <laughs> technically you kind of do just because translation is a lot faster than the old days. Yeah, it's it's well, the same true. day as Japan now, which is awesome, but you know, I'm yeah. uh, I'm like uh day negative like 15 on a lot of this stuff, so Oh my god. <laughs> it's I, amazing I can't imagine that early. You are a keeper of secrets, my friend. I am a keeper of secrets. I have yeah. tried. Look Trust forward me. to the 20th. Look forward to the 20th. Like whenever whenever he posts like something he's working on, I'm like, "Yo, that's totally a Dragon Ball sound effect, right?" I mean, I've been tweeting a lot, uh, particularly the past couple days, about like, okay, here's how I like do my process for sound effects and stuff, and I'm like, it's it's because of working on Dragon Ball, <laughs> <Because they're> just, <laughs> all, all of the, the the volumes, you know, it's all fighting basically. So like, I get to really flex my sound effect muscles uh, for. Uh, I, I guess for for folks who don't know, I'm you know as the English letterer for manga. Uh, I do things like I, I basically make sure that all of the English dialogue and all of the sound effects look good. And that could mean like uh, subtitling the original Japanese art or like replacing it outright. That's usually like a it's like a publisher decision. And I'm just sort of like, well, I get to use like my Photoshop knowledge to sort of do whatever whatever the client mm -hmm. wants. But in, in Dragon Ball's case, I'm doing like trying to get as close as possible to the original art and it's it's a big challenge and a lot of fun it, it uh, is especially on dragon ball testament to your skill that as someone who reads both the japanese and the english chapters like mm. i i don't think about the sound effects 
Like, I read them, yeah. but I don't think about them. They don't take me mm-hmm. out of it. So, fucking hats off to you, man. Like, I don't know how you do yeah, it. I, I so can't much. put together yeah. a goddamn thumbnail. So. <laughs> <laughs> For my years um, as uh, as Udon senior editor, I worked very closely with a lot of different letterers, and I know exactly how difficult your job is, man. So, again, yeah, yeah, my proverbial hat is tipped to you. Letterers <laughs> work their asses off, and I know from firsthand experience. So, oh, seriously, man, hats off just, to you. Hmm? Do you choose the font? And if so, can we send you over to Square Enix to help? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, see, I, I started this trend lately where I do all my sound effects in Arial Narrow. I just don't, I don't know what just <laughs> came just over me. You so uh-huh. much in there, it's and just, it's like mm. all that free space. Yeah, it's like no, having a nice just... big lawn that you have to take care of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Gosh, it's it's super crazy. But yeah, uh, to answer your question, legit, uh, it... The, the, it depends. Is, is, yeah, to be right. The the general answer, but it, it's some form of like whatever is available in like the English publisher's library and stuff I bought myself. It is like somewhere in between there, more more on one side, more on the other, depending on who you're asking. Mm. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. And obviously, in the in the case of um, like in in the case of Dragon Ball, you know, I I'm not the I didn't start on Super like su- like you know Super started before I joined the industry. Uh, I'm I'm like the third letterer for Dragon Ball Super, oh, um, wow. and we we use the same dialogue font as like the original Dragon Ball run and from like 2001. So obviously that kind of stuff like I have no control over. Mm. Uh, my my sound effects right. from that one are pretty much like my choice, but because I am both the third letterer of this series and lettering a sequel, I'm like I'm trying to make my choices match as much as possible, mm. like to both the folks who came before me. Uh, and to the original art, yeah. So it's a, it's a it's a just I don't know. I, I love it, but it is such a weird job <laughs> sometimes. Sure. Trying to trying I to mean, explain it. When but, you think yeah. about our job, it's really weird too. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, I, like, yeah, I told my family what I'm going to do, and like, really? Can you survive? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Blink twice if you need so. help, type thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, real, real quick, we're, we're talking about Brandon, but we got somebody else to talk up this part of the community, and that is the Game Orb, as this episode is brought to you by them. And the Game Orb is a fledgling channel that is focused mostly on Nintendo content until recently. And while they are still running Let's Plays of Nintendo games like Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, going forward, they are covering games on the Xbox Series X like Portal Still Alive as part of a fresh daily upload schedule. So be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description, plus the one that Ash is putting into the... Um, uh, YouTube chat, and we're still pushing to, towards uh, 3:50. We're at 3:30 right now. We are. We I know we made it a nice ground since the last time, so that's awesome. Yes. And we just need 20 more to reach that new goal of 350 subscribers. But of course, they also want to promote their friend's YouTube channel, Galactic Reaper, and you can find both those links once again in our description. Also, I got to start shouting out some people in the audience before we get to the news because <laughs> holy crap, there's been super chats rolling in. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's like, it's like we got so Brandon generous. on and all of a sudden the money starts rolling. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's, there's so much money to be made in manga, I'm telling you. We're I'm, all, I'm telling we're all rich. You. Uh, <laughs> Robert Salazar with a $1.99 donation uh, saying, hello, fellas. Well, hello to you, Robert. Hello. And, uh, hey. Plug the... Shonen hey. Jump thing. I think that's all you need for what monthly subscription to Shonen Jump manga. It's one ninety nine a month. There you go. That's all. <laughs> that's all it takes. There you go. Well, I live yeah, in that. It's manga as well. Best two dollars yeah. a month I spent. Yeah. Uh, next up is Late Night Sprites with a $5 donation saying, Thank you all for inspiring me to go into gaming journalism, primarily for indie games over here in the Mitten State. Keep being oh. amazing. Y'all rock. Wow. 
Fortunately, uh, there's a ton so, of indie games that come out. That, yeah, that's, that's a uh, lot of coverage. Yeah, uh, and also thank you for letting us know that we inspired you to get into yeah, game journalism. Seriously. That's awesome to hear, especially after just hearing Steve talk about how you know he wanted to be an EGM writer growing up. Same as me, I was like, I want to be the next yeah. Dan Chu or whatever. So yeah, that that remains really cool my white that we whale. You, yeah. <laughs> like right. I never got a freelance piece in fucking EGM. God damn it. Uh-huh. Yeah, one of these days. I, hey, I, I reached out to. Uh, uh, Mark Bozon, uh, when he started doing EGM, <laughs> like the <name laughs> that revival uh-huh. in the hopes, and it was basically they they weren't. I, I could already tell like eh, that revival wasn't doing too hot, so I was like, oh, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, right. Uh, oh well. Um, but yeah, speaking of real quick on mini games, I got the chance with some extra free time thanks to this weekend visiting family. Um, got to try. Apparently, the demos been out for a while, but I first got to try it just this weekend. Chris Tales. Uh, oh. Look that up. That is oh. amazing. I'm uh, so heard. stoked for that indie yeah. RPG. Really interesting battle system. Time travel mechanics that you would that I've never seen before. Basically, uh, think our old uh, TNT thumbs. You know how they had the triangle. So you have <laughs> right. this triangle here, splitting the th- splitting up the screen. I'm going to try to do this here. This part <laughs> right. Uh, no, this part right here is the past. And here in the center is the present, and in here over there is the future. I'm getting reversed, <laughs> and uh-huh. and you see that all the time. So you'll pass by a person, and you'll see here's they are as a kid, here they are as normal, and here they are old. It's really wild, and especially the ways you can interact nice. with it. It's oh, really cool. It's really cool. I've heard interesting. Oh, here you talk that up. I am that comes out this month, right? around the same time as the world ends with you, which means I hope oh, the world ends with you first. No. It's also the same time as Great East Attorney Chronicles, but it's like third of my list like i gotta get there but it's just yeah like, july is just it's got all the hits and blaster master zero three is coming too at the end of the month oh, man. that is also true yeah yep. uh and yeah one is and is in a uh uh patron chat saying chris tales made in columbia his birthland or their oh. birthland so oh i didn't awesome. know that very cool. cool i did not know that either yeah uh next up very is clock Clockworth uh, clone with a $5 donation saying, Hey, just want to hop in for once and say that I never watch live. Cause I use you all for background noise at work, <laughs> but I listen to every episode. Love you all stuff. You know what? That was perfect. Thank you so you know, much. However, yeah. however you want to use I us. I'm honored to be your background us. noise. Yes. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I'm, here. I'm usually the one listening. Like, y'all are usually background noise for me. And now you're I, foreground noise. I guess. I we're, mean, we're, kind of we're just a distraction at this right point. Now, so <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, come on. <laughs> Thank you very much, Clockwork Yeah, thank you. C. Wing Xion with a five-pound donation saying, pop in before I sleep because our boy Brandon Bovia is finally on the show. Kaiju number eight. I'm watching a in the morning for sure. Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for popping in. And yes, I can have like a two-hour discussion about Kaiju number eight by itself. Probably. Uh, next up is stuff. Nerds Ramblings with a $20 donation. Holy crap. Thank you Woo! so much. Saying uh, saying another long day at work, guys. But I uh, but no, I watch your news nights after uh, after work every day. Been dealing with a stomach ulcer and infection for six oh, months. Oh, oh God. Oof. I'm so sorry. Oh, and these man. new nights have helped me so much. Keep up the amazing work. Well, I'm glad we can help you. I hope that yeah. it's better. That Anything we can do for you, well, man. Soon. Feel better soon. Yeah, geez. Yeah, well, We're absolutely. all sitting our love to you. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for the very generous donation. Uh, same goes to Hyrulean1000 with a 10 euro da- donation. Says, I remember seeing Brawl for the first time. I was playing my first Zelda and didn't know about Smash Brothers. Mario, Link, and Pikachu in the same game. I almost <laughs> bought Pokemon Battle Revolution instead. Ooh, oh, man. made the right choice. Well, yeah. He definitely yeah, made the sure. right choice there. I, yeah. I remember oh. when Smash Brothers was first announced the mm-hmm. N64 version. And I was Same. in high school at the time. And one of my uh, classmates in German class told me about it. And I was like, you're lying. I was like, that, <laughs> that is the stupidest, craziest idea ever. That doesn't exist. You're full of shit. And he like busted out a game pro because again, <laughs> and he showed me screenshots and I was like, holy shit. Like this receipts. is wild. <laughs> your your face was like the, the, the face in game pros review scores with the mind blowing. Oh yeah. The, I always wondered if like Atomic Warhead yeah. stole that mind blown score I know. for their logo. I mean, yeah, it's wonder. so similar. You're right. It is. <laughs> I never thought about that. They look so similar. Wow. Mine um, was the commercial. That yeah, oh, yeah. I have, commercial. Have to call out that commercial. Just it's, it's iconic. I still it's think it's one great. of the best gaming commercials ever made. It oh yeah, it's is. so good. Yeah, yeah. That was what <laughs> made me pick up the game. Yep, I didn't nice. have an N sixty four, but I made sure I had friends that did. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> pick them wisely. Oh yeah. Yep. Color hurts with a four dollar ninety nine donation, saying I'm listening from the shower. That is all. You know. All right. Hey. Hey. I mean, if we I can scream from the bathtub, you can listen from the shower. Yeah, exactly. That just makes sense. I yeah, like having background works. noise when I'm in the shower. I don't want to. Yeah, uh, I listen thoughts. to podcasts all the time in the shower. <laughs> Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Bla- Color Hurts. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I keep rolling in. Uh, Blaystar25 <laughs> with a $10 donation saying, Hey guys, off topic, but today I went to a retro game store for the first time in two plus years. Ended up getting Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, and Mother 1 and 2 on GBA. It was so nice hey. to have that experience again. Damn. I need to nice. do that. Very cool. That's a that's good pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Solid, Mother 1 and 2 especially pickup. is, that's a that's a goodie. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm assuming there's a translated, uh, but yeah, there's a there's a retro game store uh, relatively close by. I haven't checked it out in a while. The last time I went to was picking up a, a the Bowser plush I got for Amy. Nice. Mm. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I'd be curious to know if it was one of those pre uh, pre fan translation patched cards. Oh yeah, people can. I forgot people can do that now. Just like yeah, putting a fan I, I translation the, ROM on a card. Yeah, I have one of the ones of the original Rhythm Heaven. I found that in a random used Ooh, game store. Oh, I'm nice. like, wait, this is yeah. a fan translated. OG Rhythm Heaven on a GBA cart? Yes, please, I want this now. How much money? That's so uh, cool. Yeah, I, I it is. The uh, Game Boy Advances with the really nice backlit screens are starting to come back in favor. Like people, uh, I, I want a modded GBA nice. so bad. Like the original oh, design cool. with a backlit screen? Hell yeah. I, I need one of those yeah. in my life, but they're so hard to find now. Like, well, I bet. Yeah, everything's hard to find right Cost now. as much as a fucking switch at this point <laughs> uh splubber with a nine dollar 99 cent donation saying i work early mornings and open a taco bell and you're my entertainment while prepping taco shells see y'all tomorrow while making awesome. baja blasts large uh let's all hope my airpods are charged i hope so and that's mm-hmm. that's kind yeah. of amazing i know that uh loyal dingo always <laughs> talks up the baja blast i've not had it in a while um, right but uh that's my my Maybe. wife Funny. absolutely subsists on that stuff like she found <laughs> it in cans like she oh, really? oh wow. yeah yeah 
like so Taco Bell branded cans. Mountain Dew cans. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm sorry in advance, Maybe. but I've never mm. been a Mountain Dew fan. Baja Same. Blaster or otherwise. Same. Me too. Okay. I, I'm not yeah, the only I mean, one. I, I, oh, no. Okay. I was about to huh? say say this as a hot take. I was like, I thought I think Baja Blast is just fine. But oh, okay, yeah. It's never been it's my not. favorite, but I also have never been too into. I was into Mountain Dew for a while, but I kind of fell off it. We're all fake gamers. We don't like Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Jeff can't 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 ban us the, from the, the game Burritos awards. Pope. <laughs> and by the way, Splubber. I just want to say I love your name. It's just fun to say Splubber. I just Blubber. love saying that word. It's just fun. And thank you so much for the donation. Uh, Late Night Sprites with a $2 donation says, I recommend Kaze and the Wild Masks. Uh, it's Indie DK uh, Donkey Kong Country. I've, I've seen uh, Oh, yeah. About it. I've heard I've of it. Yeah. Sprites. It looks good. I know Amy's yeah, interested. Yeah, it does. Uh, but because she likes going through and looking at retro indie games to see what she, she might get hooked on. Sure. So. Yeah, no, I've seen that recently and it looked pretty interesting. She was uh, showing me this indie that somebody was talking up, uh, a farm sim. It was more modern, and it's all it takes. I wish I knew the name of it because it's pretty wild and definitely worth looking up. And a lot more, it, it, the way it updates a lot of things is like even makes me as a like a like it makes things more realistic and it's, oddly that makes it seem more fun. I don't quite get it, but it mm. it's interesting mm. how they manage. And I don't remember the name of it, but oh well. Nick Bell with a $4.99 donation saying, Hey guys, thanks for being a constant source of positivity positivity for me. You all have inspired me and my friends to finally start up our gaming podcast. That's awesome. Hey, that's, that's awesome that's a to lot hear. Of I've always thanks for letting us know. wanted to take that step. So mm. that's awesome that you're able to do it. Yeah. yeah. You find that subject and you go for it. I have two friends that uh, started up a podcast um, talking about uh, every episode, I think it was Stargate the TV show. Oh. And then oh, it, cool. that led to that. One of the friends also doing another, like a Star Trek based one, I think on Voyager or deep space nine. Oh, that's awesome. And that honestly opened him up because he was, you know, working from home, not have a lot of, most of us had moved away at that point. He wasn't able to, you know, hang out with the friends that are around local, but he started making some major friends in the Star Trek community and is, uh, just has a horde, horde of friends there. So, it's kind of amazing so cool. how that can be a gateway to just increasing your yeah, definitely. Uh, friends, your friends. Pretty groups. much, yeah. Yeah. So just build new experiences, build new bridges, meet new people. Yeah, it's, it's a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to need your help. <laughs> Jaden, fuck with the $2 <laughs> donation with a bunch of Japanese, TNT, bunch of Japanese, and... Uh, I could read that. Or, or okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, Steve, yeah. you go. I, either Somebody, or, yeah, you, I can. Yeah. If, if you yeah. want to, Brandon, it is addressed to you. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll go. Nice. Uh, uh, Konnichiwa, Brandon. Konya TNT de o ai dekite ureshii desu. Basically, uh, hello, Brandon. Uh, it's nice to see you on TNT tonight. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, also, yeah, also I don't need to know Japanese for my job. I just kind of happen. That's why I like raised my hand. I was like, nice. I don't actually know if Brandon speaks Japanese. So I was like, <laughs> well, I obviously, can... you, you just saw me flub it. So obviously not. <laughs> you you got the do. kanji right, which means you, you've done your homework. So yeah, I, I obviously uh, knew that's exactly what it said. I just wanted to stay quiet to give you. Guys <laughs> yeah, you just you know, I just wanted to just let me flex. That's OK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you are the king, so I just got to yeah. do it. <laughs> I know it really, really flexing those manga king creds right there. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Jason Cotter with a two pound ninety nine pence donation says evening. I own go- the gold Zelda GBA SP, your rarest item. Oh, boy. Ooh. So coincidentally, for me, this this kind of ties into the fact that Brandon's on the show tonight, and that mm-hmm. is because probably my rarest item that is 
video game related is the Naruto Game Boy Advance SP. Like they had, they had like a. I have it brand new in the box still, and it's like a. I had no idea they had a Naruto SP. Yeah, it's like a, a orange SP with the Konoha symbol on on oh, the front of it, and then the buttons are blue, and it came with Naruto RPG for the Game Boy Advance. So I bought it as oh, like a that's set. Awesome. I remember I have a I have a Game Boy Micro with the Famicom faceplate, so I feel like that's fairly rare. I have that is. And I also I... have the yeah, I've got that, and I have the one of the foam busters uh, that they gave out for Mega Man Universe at some San Diego Comic Con or another that before the game's cancellation. I still have one of those foam busters, but it's like discolored now. It uh, it doesn't look mm. as cool as it, as it used to. Yeah, I don't know if it's rare, but I do have the Kingdom Hearts uh, Birth by Sleep PSP. That's when I picked it up. Oh, so, hey, so that's I pretty good. That, nice. that one. Yeah. Nice. Um, Otherwise, game-wise, I, I mean, I own Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn for Fire Emblem. Oh, yeah, those I know are those are rare. Pretty so. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am right. uh, traditionally not a collector, so I don't have that much in the way of uh, rare stuff. Uh, but Same. I try, yeah, I try I not to collect one of these days. <laughs> Me, same now these days. Steve, yeah. was that sarcasm? It wasn't. It, it actually wasn't. So I collect... Uh, I have... I don't have like a typical youtuber game shelf like De- derek's collection mm. dwarfs mine in many ways but um i i try to collect for zelda uh mm. fantasy star and shenmue and purposely yeah. two of those are just because i'm not going to get a lot of stuff out of them <laughs> but... yeah so you're gonna get what you can find yeah mm. uh, traditionally uh I, I was the kind of kid who had to sell his old stuff to get to the new uh... stuff yeah. Um, so now, now that I'm working in working in manga, obviously I don't have to like you know now that I have a job. I don't have to sell all my old stuff. So maybe some stuff you're like in like ten years, somebody's going to be really nostalgic for like I, I don't know you know like Switch games and stuff. So right. then I'll be like, right. oh yeah, yeah, I have that. That's oh, rare. That's totally going to happen because we're seeing yeah, it happen got... with like PS3 and Wii games yeah, now. It's yeah. like oh jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, final one uh, for now is Chris Best with a two Canadian dollar donation saying, "Does Ash like Castle music, Castlevania music? Because you have vinyls one through three, which, I mean, as do a Castlevania I, fan, hell yeah. Do I like Castlevania music? Is the sky blue? Of course, I love Castlevania music. I have those vinyls as well, and I also have the Symphony of the Night vinyl. So, yeah, nice. man, Castlevania music is some of the best out there. So, of course, hell yeah, Castle, Castlevania music forever. <laughs> Very cool." All right. Well, 20 minutes in <laughs> all those donations, right. we're oh, able to Oops. finally jump into our news. Uh, so let's Sorry go ahead that. and do that with our first story, which, as, as I think, is becoming a trend now, just our potpourri. So the first bit of potpourri we got here is a hacker was arrested in Japan for selling hacked Breath of the Wild uh, save files, which when I first read this seemed utterly insane. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, I know they're not supposed to sell it, but to get it like arrested like that. But apparently, right. it was. It's in relation to uh, basically a um, a rule that Japan has going uh, going on over there. And uh, they, yeah, it says Japan is in recent years. This is from Dex- Dexerto. Japan in recent years has been cracking down on hackers trying to make a profit off of compromised data, and so this is just part of that. So. Yeah, and apparently, I mean, it works because the person they arrested has confessed to selling over 10 million yen worth of save files so far, which is approximately $91,000. Okay. Wow. I mean, Man. It, it, yeah, I gotta respect the hustle. Like a, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
this seems like an odd thing to to send somebody to jail over but if that's the law i'm not saying i necessarily agree with that being the law but if it is the letter of the law then i guess this person yeah, knew like, they knew the risk that they were what? taking yeah, you know, and I guess uh, the article also says that a Pokemon fan found themselves in similar hot water in uh, earlier this year in February. In that Actually, case, it was a 23-year-old. Yeah, I, th- I feel like I remember this. It was a 23-year-old who had been detained after selling over $10,000 worth of hacked shiny Pokemon in Sword and Shield. It's insane. Don't, don't, sell, don't sell hacked uh, save files, folks. That's really the yeah, moral well, of At least in Japan. Don't do it yeah, At least in Japan, they, they will <laughs> yeah. come after you. Yeah, they don't fuck yeah. around. No, right? <laughs> Which... I, yeah, apparently it was listed as the ultimate save data, and he was offering a service to modify the files however the customer wanted, from rare items to maxed out player stats. Uh, he was basically whatever they wanted to get, which, I'm sorry, just earn it. <laughs> Play it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I feel like yeah. Breath of the Wild is not the game to do that with. Like, Yeah. There right? there are rare drops, but, you know, it's not like, it's not that grindy of a game, you know. Uh, you know, yeah. they don't really get any sort of, like, reward for, like, being all maxed out. Like, I Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, unless you're but trying it works, to get okay. every piece of gear, if you're like trying to get yeah. every piece of armor, then you're going to be grinding a bit. But other than that, but even it's not then, you really can't, there's not enough inventory space to have it all. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, yeah. Why? Yeah. Po- like Pokemon, shiny Pokemon. I totally get that. Oh one. yeah. That that makes sense. But, yeah. 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 Uh, Breath of the Wild is an odd one, but mm-hmm. I guess if it mm-hmm. hey, if it works, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you're in Japan, maybe don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> or do it and cut out while you're still ahead, apparently, because dude made some bank. <laughs> right. Uh, Adam, real quick to address what you're saying in the patron chat. These are like three stories, so I have to leave them on screen until we've discussed them. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a potpourri. Real quick, there's like not a lot to say about them, but it's. Oh, okay. Okay. That's why we have it up there. Oh, like just this newsflash. So, apologies. But the next one, of course, is that Psychonauts 2 will feature an invincibility toggle just because they want any to enable all ages and all possible needs to enjoy the game. Like, you know, I you have the difficulty you want, that. but you mm-hmm. don't need it. Yeah. So. I Yeah. I, I love that so much. And uh, this kind of comes from, or not, it's it's uh, piggybacked off of something that Xbox tweeted over the weekend saying, if you beat a game on the easiest difficulty, you've still beaten the game. And... Act. <laughs> which is yeah total facts and i just love that double fine is, is doing this yeah um yeah make your games accessible to everybody to you know doesn't matter if you're invincible doesn't matter if you're using cheats if you're enjoying the game that's what matters yeah. but we've also said this on the show many times before and uh so yeah they they quote tweeted xbox and double fine said if you beat psychonauts 2 with the invincibility toggle on you still beat psychonauts 2 hell yeah yeah I yeah it. i awesome. I absolutely love this, and it also makes it easier for me to get my kids to play these games. Like, yeah. you know, they're they're still learning how to platform and do stuff like that, and invincibility will just help them get that much further. So I'm I'm excited for this. I I've always said it: more options is a good thing. There's no time yes. where adding yep. more things uh, as optional elements ruins mm-hmm. the game. Because you can just turn them it. off. You, you don't like invincibility? Yeah. Yeah. Turn it off. Exactly. And and usually that's not the default state anyway. Usually the default state is to have that stuff turned off, and then you have to go and turn it on. So I also love that Double Fine isn't uh, afraid to get spicy about this. They also had a tweet oh, yeah. saying, uh, excuse me, I beat Sword Guy Serious Time on a no-hit hard mode, and if, I, and if I didn't do that, I don't respect you. And, like, can you even comment on things if you're not Diamond Six Rank and Shooty McBlam? 
I don't hey. think so. Cool, bud. You're so <laughs> that's cool. awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I uh, think that's why great. a lot of like story based games has a lot of like say like safe mode and um Persona Five and you know yep. all those options. Just if you want to see the story, and there's some good stories out there, some fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You want to enjoy Psychonauts because trust me, that humor is probably going to be on point based on the first game anyway. Yeah. Do it. And our final bit of uh, uh, potpourri. This one goes out to uh, you, John Cartwright. Super Monkey Ball <laughs> Banana Mania will support Gyro on the Switch. Hell yeah. Nice. 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 That's great. I love all the stuff they're adding to yeah. Banana Mania. We, we this... actually, in our, in our potpourri for Friday, we talked about how they're adding like a slow motion mode and uh, yeah. maps to the goal and you can slow down the timer. They're doing so yep. much to make Monkey it's Ball 1 so and 2 more accessible. Good. And I would yeah. probably use these because Monkey Ball is hard. It gets it's pretty hard. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I never beat medium yeah. mode in the original. So these games are are tough. Yeah. Yeah. So as, I appreciate As a quick this. aside. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, go. I was going to say, as a quick aside, I've actually uh, I've been playing through uh, Banana Blitz for the, the first time since I've... I, I love the first two and then just mm-hmm. like was out of the series after that. Uh, so those yeah. like my I was like uh, okay you know the remasters are coming I'll play I'll play Banana Blitz and I'm just oh, it's it's fine it's I just guess. yeah I'm like okay I'm excited for what the real one is yeah yeah like aesthetically Banana Blitz HD is really just nice to look at and listen to but yeah the level design yeah. is so uninspired it's just it's so just, it's not the same I didn't, as the first two games I was a little I guess I was I was shocked because I thought people might have been over exaggerating um, you know mm-hmm. like like when the remaster for that one came out and I'm like oh how bad could it be it still looks it looks like monkey ball it probably plays mm-hmm. like and I'm like oh I see like it's uh, <laughs> yeah. it all uh, okay, makes yeah. sense it's now fine yeah. but it's 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 yeah, fine it's really... yeah it's it's all right but it's yeah. it's cool it's it, I'm like it they're they're making this a pretty aggressive marketing push, which they kind of need to do because it is coming yeah, out right it's... around the same time as Metroid Dread so <laughs> you're going to have to pick right they need to need it all they can. Mm-hmm. I will play both. I will make time for yes. both because I am hyped for Metroid Dread, but I'm also really hyped for Banana Mania. I am such a big Monkey Ball fan. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, which is going to be an out of context. I can already hear it. As soon as I said <laughs> it, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, you just know how it's all going to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we move on to the next story, we got another $5 donation from Clockworth Clone saying, uh, I worry in the background might have sounded like I don't pay attention. I do. You're the simulation that helps this ADHD guy do mundane tasks like paperwork. No. Uh, if that was how it came across, that oh, yeah, no, we no, thought no. you don't pay no, attention, that is not the intention. It was just yeah, no, because we I didn't do that, like that at all. constantly. It's the only yeah, way no. I can keep up with things. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I totally get it. I'm not there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Thank you so much again. Yeah, there's no wrong way to listen to us. I mean, you don't even have to. So yeah. <laughs> uh, we just appreciate that you're here watching, interacting with us, you know. Uh, but if, if it's, you know, I, I listen to most of my favorite YouTubers in the background while I do other stuff because yes. there's only so yes. many hours in the day. And so, you know, I, I love while watching. I'm driving Kai while I'm holding Kai while I'm cooking yeah. for you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, exactly. like The only wrong way to listen to us is not to listen to us. So you're fine. Hey. Kidding. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I prefer, so, no. I, I like listening to TNT at 0.5 speed so i could really just get in so everybody sounds really tired at 0.5 yeah <laughs> oh goodness all right well let's go ahead and move on to story two which i'll be honest this is mainly for me <laughs> <laughs> nice so uh recently there's been a ton of producer talk with yoshi final fantasy 14's yoshida covering 
a lot of the changes coming to Endwalker, showing off more content, just talking about it like crazy. Had it just they had this like almost marathon stream, and they even had Yoko Taro on talking a bit yeah, about his involvement. I heard about that. <laughs> and of course, you get all that craziness in there. So it's it's all really interesting stuff. And two interesting bits of news have come out of this. And one, it seems like uh, Yoshida kind of slipped up because he revealed that the scenario for Final Fantasy 16 is finished and the English voice acting for the game is nearly finished. Meaning, yeah. this game's a lot farther oh, along than boy. we thought. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, yep. I mean, that's I, my I, takeaway. I, I heard um, in the context of the stream, it was actually Yoko Taro who was like, so you're going to tell us about 16, right? Like, he's trying to egg the information You know that was Taro. <laughs> oh, totally. And it's mm-hmm. funny that, that Yoshi just says there won't be an update about FF16 at TGS and, and that he's already said too much. And I get that he's already said too much in the context of this event. But outside of this, it doesn't feel as though we've really learned a whole lot about FF16 at all. So I'm like, no, yeah. please show us anything. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, show well, us a little been... gameplay at TGS, please, because I'm still kind of not sure about what I saw when they uh, revealed it. And I, I'm like, I, I want to like, see more. I feel like Yoshida wants to pull a Nintendo where... All right, we showed this little tease and nothing, 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 nothing. All right, here it is. Right. And coming out in three months. Boom. Right. We just sold you. Yeah. And you can play that, it soon. Yeah. I, 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 just to like sort of turn on its head the typical, oh, uh, yeah, there's a new Square product coming out in three years. Mm-hmm. I can see him doing that. Yeah, I mean, uh, the reveal for 16 was, that was still less than a year ago now, right? So like if it comes in like like early 2022 or mid 2022, that's still like like a year, year and a half from release or from announcement. Like that's, really good <laughs> i would definitely huh. be happy about that i i feel like we do need to learn a lot more about this game you know in the coming i feel months, like it'll but... come next year at this mm-hmm. rate i hope so i think it'll be probably next year yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking probably first half of next year if it's as far along as it seems to be i may maybe thinking like first half of next year for ff16 mm-hmm. and then 2023 sometime for seven remake part two is yeah. kind of where, where i'm at yeah. right now that makes sense i'm down with that yeah but, uh, you know, that that's cool in and of itself. But if we wanted some 14 news, uh, apparently I'm not the only one that got sucked into this game, although I need to get back to it because I haven't played in a while because of busyness. Uh, apparently there is just such an influx of new players that the Square Enix online store um, ran out of codes for the complete crazy. edition of Final Fantasy 14. That's wild. Jeez. They I mean, had, yeah. Some- they sold out of digital copies of this game. They ran out of, yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe it. I, I mean, I've been told. Um, I guess I, I, I've been seeing this on on Twitter and stuff that like it's sort of in response to like I, I don't know anything about World of Warcraft, but I guess mm-hmm. I guess some folks aren't really happy with the way things are going in that right now. Um, yeah, and so there's there's a bunch of like big content creators in that community who are just making the the jump to 14. <laughs> so it's just caused this big influx of players. Like I think even on Steam, it was like the highest player count in history for that game, just like, like over the weekend. Like, wow. Yeah, which it's just exploding. I had a friend. Yeah. I have a friend who actually has been into wow. And he, he, uh, um, broke down, uh, cause, uh, my, our friend of the show, uh, some call me Johnny was asked about this. Cause he's a huge 14 player. And, um, he was wondering like, uh, I just read out the series of tweets where Johnny was like, I'm not privy to the WoW scene, but I do wonder why so many are switching over to 14 now. Is it really just because a prolific WoW player jumped ship or has this been something sometime coming? And one of our good, other good friends uh, named as uh, uh, goes by TJ 
uh, who's been a big WoW player, and actually he started playing 14 recently himself, saying uh, basically it's a bit of both. So uh, World of Warcraft Legion, while overall a success, introduced some systems that have been overused for the last three expansions. The term borrowed power has been thrown around since. The idea that we're given this tremendous power only to unceremoniously lose it prior to the next expansion. These systems also usually require large amounts of grinding to unlock their true potential. There are many opportunities that the game wastes your time, whether it's an object tied to the player power gated behind RNG or time-gating content for no other reason than to extend playtime. He thinks the company as a whole has a terrible PR problem. There's a system that literally does nothing but hinder the player. It would not break anything but uh, by disabling it, but the company has doubled down twice over this expansion trying to improve it. When all they're ask, being asked is to, to do is disable it. It's not important, but it's just a sign that the powers that, that be are arrogant enough to think they know better. People are tired of their time being wasted on subpar content, and Activision really pulled back the veil and showed the player base that their only concern is revenue. Extending playtime is a primary objective, and it does nothing but read as revenue generating. The release of the latest patch took longer than any patch in the history of the game, and the end project was nothing special. And this was forecasted for months leading up to the release. People understand that COVID wasn't terrible for the industry, but the decisions made continue to be more of the same. So this guy knows his stuff, has been a player for a long time in WoW, and they, they apparently they're just screwing it up. They're screwing like it up. Like the uh-huh. complete opposite of like the the for, like Final Fantasy XIV's relationship with its uh, like community. Where like all, all I hear is just like how much the developers are just like massive fans of the game and like that like yeah there's just so there's just so much love there between the fans and the community that's just like I, I don't see that with well right now it's infectious really like it, yeah, it's yeah it's, it really we've is. talked many times on the show about how like you know Steve and I wish we had the time to get into it yeah. because it's you know especially as Final Fantasy fans ourselves and I haven't played the online ones because I don't really play MMOs it makes me even want to play fourteen because it's just the love for this game is so infectious and it's just so full of good feels right and mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I really wish i had time for this game i i played a month free trial got to about level eight and that's about that's most of the game wouldn't you say right there <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you've basically seen it all yeah yeah i yeah it, it's crazy but it's like i i honestly think it won't be long i think especially with the release of endwalker i do think final fantasy 14 will probably overtake wow it just seems like it's going in that direction. And I could see uh, that. I mean, it has the story to go with it. It has the gameplay to go with it. And now it just has that good word of mouth, which is almost king when it comes to MMOs, I think. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good yeah. on them. Good on them. Yoshida is yeah. like, uh, I, feel, I feel like, Yosh- you know how Nomura felt back in the 90s with set after seven? I think that's what Yoshida is becoming <laughs> in the, just for on the modern top of the square. world. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, real quick before we move on, we got another donation, this time from Rob R-Man X with a $5 donation. says, as someone whose job that has a lot of driving back and forth between places to fix machines, TNT and Spawncast are my number one picks for background noise. Yes, those long drives are very awesome. nice. Oh, I, yeah. I got to uh, hold on. I got to say something mm. real quick about this since Spawn, Spawn Wave came up real quick. Uh-huh. Did any of you know that that dude was fucking ripped, like ridiculously jacked? Spawn wave no, no. kicked all our asses at the same time. Just, I mean, saying. he could probably do that before he told me he was ripped. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sure. But the guy is carved out of fucking wood, man. He is ridiculous. Oh, man. Like, I, I was just I scrolling through that. Twitter, 
and uh, he, I guess he posted like a picture from the beach, and I was like, why is there like a fucking beefcake on my timeline? And then <laughs> I realized, I was like, hey, I know that beefcake. He's been on my show. <laughs> also, I will never say anything mean about him ever, because he no, would snap no. my spine like a twig. Oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> you look great, man. Keep it up. Whatever it yeah. is you're doing, COVID worked out for you, I guess. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> not yeah, for me. Right. Uh, SpongeBob. It's like, don't be intimidated by Spawncast, Steve. Just imagine without any clothes on. Shows oh, that no, picture. He's oh, hot. no, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, real quick also. Uh, Jenny Geist Gaming with a $5 donation saying... Uh, I'm so glad that Brandon finally came on. Listening to y'all is making unpacking from my move much more bearable. Well, glad to have him on. One, two, feel for you because unpacking crap after a move sucks. Yeah, that's the worst part of moving. Especially if you're, especially if you're moving to a hot area. If you're unpacking Mm -hmm. in the heat, that just makes the horrible experience of moving even worse. So, our hearts go out to you because moving is not great. Yeah, wherever you move to, I hope you you're loving your new spot though. Because uh, that that can be exciting, like getting into yeah. a new place. Uh, that part start. can be fun. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, uh, Jenny is a um, she's a great friend of mine, and um, oh, nice. I'm, I'm going to shill her channel really quick because uh, nice. last week was the first anniversary of uh, Kaiju Number Eight, actually, and so Ooh, we had wow. a nice little discussion, uh, just talking, just just gushing for a half hour, basically, about Kaiju Number Eight. So uh, nice. all y'all in here, go go check out her stuff. She's amazing. She you know mostly covers gaming, but you know, we had a also relevant to me right. discussion. Yes, and That's Kaiju awesome. Number Eight is fantastic. So if you want to learn about it, I'm, get, I'm get certain it any discussion with Brandon about Kaiju Number Eight will be educational. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful stuff! I love it. Um, all right, well, who's ready to get depressed? <laughs> oh, especially, oh boy! Especially oh boy! Steve. Yeah. Let's bring up our next story here. This sucks. So, <laughs> Judgment, the hot new series, may end for the stupidest reasons, mm-hmm. <laughs> because Takuya Kimura's, uh, who provides the likeness, I believe even the Japanese voice, for, uh, what's the main character's name, Steve? I'm sorry, I apologize. Yagami. 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 Yeah, Takayuki um, Yagami. Yeah, is, uh, his talent agency uh, basically wants him to stop because they don't want Judgment, the games, on Steam. This comes from Nibel, and I looked a little bit more into this, and I guess the thought, the apparently the, the the way this talent agency is thinking is apparently Steam has the uh, reputation of being a lot of like pirated stuff in Japan what? or something like that. I don't know. It's, like there's a, mis- uh, a huge misconception apparently of Steam over there. I don't know. If I can actually. Yeah, Brandon, thank you. <laughs> well, so I, 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 weirdly enough, I was not expecting this to line up in the way that it has. Um, but as as a massive Yu-Gi-Oh geek, this actually, like, I, I have a little bit of relevant knowledge to this. Um, because the, the talent agency for this, uh, Johnny's office, or uh, Johnny's or whatever, like, they're known for being super archaic when it comes to yeah. how they treat their talent. So, like, it, and they had something, like, it wasn't until a few years ago that they allowed... Uh, their talent to have like their faces online like they were like wow. we will not allow you to put your face online and you Why? know lots of other toxic nonsense about like um you know like a, a lot of other sta- like standard japanese entertainment industry stuff like not being able to talk about your personal life in any way whatsoever but johnny's is particularly strict with it and they're just really they come down really hard on 
how their talent appears and where. And so uh, the the, vo- the Japanese voice actor for Yugi actually ran into this problem where uh, it took a long time for the original Yu-Gi-Oh! anime to have a, an official subtitled release because they were like, you, we, we like, like basically like you foreigners go home more or less. Uh, and I think, I think wow. his, um, the uh, voice actor for Yugi even has like trouble appearing in video games sometimes because they're just like a very specific, like we contracted you for this and you cannot do anything but this. So uh, sadly enough, this judgment story doesn't surprise me in any way whatsoever. Oh man. <laughs> Such a shame. Yeah. And as I understand it, I, I looked into this, into this a bit too. And as I understand it, Japanese talent agencies wield tremendous power in yeah, terms they of basically do. They deciding do. what, they, what their stars can and can't do. So and here's this here's what I shame. wonder, though. Judgment has a history with recasting already. Uh, mm-hmm. The the oh, initial yeah, the- Hamura from the original Judgment decided he was gonna you know partake of a little bit of blow once upon a time. And like Sega was like, nope, get him out of here. And they patched, they they just patched him out. They like replaced the primary antagonist, well, one of the primary antagonists of the entire game with just a different model because they were like, yep, cocaine sucks. Which, uh, so part of me wonders. I think it was weed, if, actually, which is even sadder. Oh, was it weed? That, that, yeah. That's even funnier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even kick Michael Phelps off a of Wheaties box for smoking weed, but apparently <laughs> Sega's like, nah, you're done. Nah. Um, yeah. But I do wonder if they'll just pull like a like a Batman, you know, and be like, yep, yeah, Bruce Wayne's a totally different guy now. <laughs> like, it's yes, fine. I mean, he could get, maybe he gets the crap beat out of him in the beginning of the third game and has to change, get facial reconstruction surgery and his voice got all messed up. <laughs> that would be so funny it's if like it just opened effect. with him getting hit with a brick. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Like we had to reconstruct his face. It also fucked up his voice. Same dude though, yeah. we promise. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you think it's fine. it's fine. Steve, do you think Judgment could conceivably continue without this yeah. actor playing Yagami? Like you think it's possible like that people wouldn't recoil and be like, no, this isn't the actor I want playing Yagami. Per- this isn't Yagami, I'm not buying this. So in the West, right? Like I can speak from the perspective of a Western fan. I don't care. Like, I don't care about uh, Takuya Kimura, like, at all. Like, he's not someone I'm a fan of, you know? he To me, he's the dude from Judgment. That's all, you know? like So I'm yeah. like, oh, they replaced right. the dude from Judgment. That's fine. Um, in Japan, I understand he is a pretty big star, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm certain that there is, like, a, a relationship between his involvement and sales of the game in Japan. I don't think that that relationship exists nearly to the extent it does here. Um, So I I think it could continue. I think there's a bunch of different ways you could continue the series if you choose to, right? Uh, You could have Yagami take a back seat and maybe Kaito is the main character of Judgment 3. Or or you could have it properly cross over with Yakuza, assuming that it doesn't in, in this new game, right? Because there's mm. lots of hints that it will. So, I mean, you could you could kind of blend the two series to where a protagonist from a former, from a past Yakuza game is the main protagonist of the next Judgment game, or something. Um, so I think there's a lot of ways for the series to continue. My guess right now is that we're at kind of a similar situation to where we were with Spider-Man and the MCU a couple years ago. Where Sony and Disney were in like a staring contest with each other, and they're just like, "Someone's gonna blink," and then like a month later, they're like, "All right, we we figured it out. We're good." Yeah. Um, 
I don't know that this, uh, you know, I'm not familiar with Japanese talent agencies as much as I wanted to be a J-pop idol. It never worked out. Oh yeah. Um, you just, you just, you got the, you got the face. You're ready. Just make your I, exactly. I got everything. Yeah. Man, I don't even have a boyfriend. I'm perfect for it. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that there's a chance here that they'll work something out. But I guess it, it's going to come down to how well does Judgment sell in Japan, really? Like, is it hmm. enough to make the people that work at this talent agency be like, you know what? We don't want to pass up on that money. Maybe we should hear them out. Maybe Steam's okay. How much money will we get from Steam, Sega? Like that's I'm yeah. sure that those are some backroom conversations that are happening around this right now, but honestly, I've also been well versed on the stubbornness of Japanese executives and I mean this could be an issue where if somebody said the wrong thing in the right meeting, the judgment's done. <laughs> you know, yeah, so. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's, I, I could see it hanging by a thread might be a good way to think about yeah. it. Yeah, right. I, I would be, <laughs> I would not be surprised no matter which way it went at this point. But we're getting Judgment right. 2, and they're not going to stop that, so I will play that like yep. it's the last game I'm ever going to play from this series. <laughs> and um, Steve, speaking of you... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Brandon. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I think um, the, the first judgment isn't on pc but i think it is on stadia which makes this whole story even funnier yeah even more ridiculous yeah also do do these does this talent agency not realize that consoles are also internet connected and often have browsers built in yeah mods and all that talent agencies are run by dinosaurs (laughs) exactly um speaking of you being a pop idol uh steve i just want to say that jet set in our live audience patron chat said hatsune steve ku and i just wanted to say that it's <laughs> up a little bit in, well, in live audience and i just wanted to say that, that i mean i uh, a very cursed image here, this, I, one's, I, this one's for you ash leaked right here wow uh-huh. well done <laughs> what you didn't even hear me I no said, i didn't I said, I said leaked right here Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought you were making a pun. Uh, that, that, like, yeah, I, I am making yeah. a pun. Ash just didn't oh, okay, get it. Okay, okay. He's a little, <laughs> he's missing it. Anyway, uh, two other things. I mean, as Nibel pointed now out. Now I got it. It took me a second. <laughs> wow. Now I got it. Yeah, it took me a second. Sorry. I love it. But yeah, as Nibel points out, for Sega, Steam has become increasingly important for them. A lot of their games do quite well. Maybe that's why they put more than just Persona 4 Golden on, you know, Thanks. Steam, yeah. put it on other things as well. Um, but, uh, the other thing is, um, I saw somebody and you'll like this, uh, Steve, uh, the developers of, uh, making Yakuza eight have a uh, side quest or make it part of the story that, uh, um, I forget his name. Dang it. Uh, our new protagonists, you know, in his dragon quest addled brain, oh, uh, Ichiban. Ichiban seeing a girl, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, a pop, seeing a, girl, a pop idol uh, being kidnapped by the evil talent agency and he has to rescue them. Nice. You know, That's Yakuza awesome. is the kind of series where they could totally totally lampshade this whole debacle. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, like oh, the talent yeah. agencies will be the villains of Yakuza 8 or Judgment 3. Exactly. And if it gives oh, Ichiban more to do, I'm down for anything that gives him more to do and, and to be in more games. I'm down. Doesn't matter what the context is. Ichiban's awesome. And See, I love him. Now I'm just imagining Drang, you know, original Dragon Quest after he rescues the princess, just him carrying this girl all the way through uh-huh. Tokyo or nice. whatever. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, and as uh, well, Captain uh, Linebeck in the uh, YouTube chat says, like I said, that was yuck as a five already. Well, they gotta, yeah, t- five definitely ripped into talent agencies. Well, they gotta do it again now because mm. it's even more relevant. Yep. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it again. Bring it back. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next story. All kinds of ridiculous. 
A sealed copy of Super Mario 64 has sold for $1.5 million, which is insane, especially because we already had just a massive uh, sale uh, for The Legend of Zelda box and all that. But yeah, this copy of Super Mario 64 was uh, had a condition grading of 9.8, A++, practically undamaged, that went for $1.56 uh, whatever million dollars uh at the heritage $1,560,000. Thank you. I was mis- mixing yeah. up my numbers and all that, but at the Heritage <laughs> Auctions House on July 11th. And basically it's made everybody go, wait, really? Mario yeah. 64 is what sold this amount of money, this box copy. Nothing seems to be particularly special. Like they they looked into it in this Kotaku article it was like um you know, we, we figured it would probably happen eventually, but looking into this, there's nothing really that special about this one other than the fact that it was just a pristine copy. So that has actually fueled other discussions, which basically comes down to, is this just an elaborate money laundering scheme? Is video games being used for that? <laughs> but then yes. Kotaku had an update about um, when they spoke to this heritage and... Um, uh, they asked said when asked about who the bidders were, what safeguards are in place to prevent fraud, and how much money it makes of those record-breaking sales, a spokesperson for Heritage Auctions responded via email, Heritage will claim 20% of the total purchase price of the sale of that game. The hammer price was $1.3 million. The buyer's premium on this lot was 20%, bringing the actual price to the, the buyer will pay to $1.56. The winning bidder was vetted before they were eligible to cast a bid of this magnitude. Auction houses routinely vet clients prior to sales, and we verified that this bidder was qualified. I can assure you this winning bid was made by a collector who is not related to the auction house in any way. It was cast by an individual, independent citizen. Although the winning bid bidder does not wish to be identified at this time, this may change in the coming days or weeks. So, yeah, basically, everybody's like, Man. this is insane. It has to be illegal somehow, and... Apparently no. It's going to change when this dude realizes that he spent 1.5 million on a game he could pick up at a used game store for eight bucks. Like, yeah. I mean, right. but it's in the co- in the box. I, I get it, but no, you know what? No, I don't get it. I I don't get it at all. Like, it, you could tell me right. almost any other holy grail game, like. Uh, what's what's the one that's normally family family events or whatever family stadium for the NES? The one that has like five hundred copies yeah. in all of existence. Right, if you told me yeah. that sold yeah. brand new in box for a million, I'd be like, all right, I I I would never do it, I but get I get that. it. But fucking yeah. Mario sixty four, like. <laughs> What makes this really even weirder is that, like, the article also goes on to state that, you know, yeah, okay, so the rating is 9.A++, but a (laughs) 9.4A-plus-graded sealed copy of the game sold for only $38,400 this past January. I mean, I love that we're saying only. Well, okay, but but I mean, that's a a Tesla. Like, like, yeah, yeah, but like, but what is accounting for the jump from 38.4 to $1.5 million? Like, stupidity what in the world like yeah, i'm, I'm I guess look you could come into my house and pick anything maybe even one of my children and be like i'll give you 1.5 million for that and i'd be like sold <laughs> I, i'm rich <laughs> i mean with kids it's usually like yeah you'll give you the money but they'll return it like yeah just keep the money just take them back <laughs> oh yeah i know they'll give my kid back i'll be like look all sales are final you can return it if you want but there's no refunds <laughs> it you can return it if you want yeah. <laughs> not really <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> um, I th- that's that. Speaking to that uh, point you just made, Ash, uh, about you know, how one sold for far less. There is also speculation that maybe this is just sort of trying to build up the prices. So they now all of a sudden other things that are not worth as much, but maybe like get that. We're working with the speculator boom. We're trying to trick dummies into spending way more money thinking they're going to be worth way more down the line and sort of suckers them in with this huge price that I guess will pay off in the future. Again, it's another theory that people are tossing around for why this game. Right. Yeah. Use game prices already suck as is right now because of a lot of reasons and it's just it's just yeah. gonna this is just gonna make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Really. I, I was yeah. thinking about that. There has to still be Mario sixty four is recent enough of a game to where sealed cases of this game still probably exist that can easily be found and purchased. And if if the odds of you finding even even like a ninety four A plus whatever for thirty eight grand out of a case of Games that probably until today went for like three, four hundred bucks sealed for a case of them. Now people are going to buy those all up, hoping to find a one point five million dollar game in there. Mm. Uh, I don't like yeah. it. I don't like I don't it like at it. all. It's, it sucks. This this weird speculator boom that we've run ourselves into. I guess it, <laughs> GPUs are no and... longer a thing, so now we have to move on <laughs> to N sixty four games for some reason. Uh. Everything Look, is gambling, would... and the universe is bored. Yeah, <laughs> Rob Arman X in our live audience patron chat says the reason this buyer uh, bought this copy is because they missed their chance to buy it on Switch with 3D. Hey. Also. <laughs> I, I was in a I was in a Walmart today, and I saw 3D that that 3D All Stars on the shelf. Oh, I'm like, so mad about rare. that. Yeah, I know. I got, a, right. I got a sealed copy of 3D All-Stars right here. I'm ready for it. In 20 years, it's going to be $2 billion. Maybe, but again, it's still <laughs> on the shelf. It's still Just get on the that shelf, graded, so man. Like... Get it in a... I it, it costs, from what I understand, a few hundred bucks to grade a game, too. Like, right. it's not really? cheap. Yikes. But apparently it's also Jeez. happening so often, these gradings for Pokemon cards, at least, that they're backed up. Oh yeah, Pokemon cards is the other thing too that's just been like impossible to find these days because people are just going crazy selling and stuff. Like, let me have my hobbies, damn it! Maybe it's time for Pokemon, like Pokemon, to put out a new Pokemon trading card game so kids can actually play with Pokemon cards. Yeah, right. Steve, I I have to get some clarity on something. So, so the live audience patron chat is talking about your, you know, be careful what you say because your your wife might be watching. But Adam Davis YT says Steve scared his wife off Twitter the other day, like she full deleted her account. What? <laughs> I did what not happened? scare my wife off Twitter. She just decided <laughs> that she doesn't like Twitter, which is a reasonable take in 2021. Hey, and I was okay. like, "Fuck that it, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, that is, you know what? That is fair. Fair. Yeah. Twitter is a hellscape. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. If I didn't that need place. it, like my my wife was like, "You're so addicted to Twitter," and I was like, "I know." <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can't even yeah. argue it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. No, I, I, that sucks, but there I am. Uh huh. <laughs> I hate myself uh, for loving Twitter, but yeah, I can't change. It's hey, too Twitter late is now. why I'm here. Technically, it's true. So. That's true. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, I still Twitter, think that's a ne- negative, but it, hey, this one one yeah. good thing. It did bring one good, good thing into Sometimes existence. I see funny things on Twitter that I send to Amy makes us laugh, and that's the you yeah. know, few bright thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Sci-fi lullabies in our patron chat. I love Twitter despite its flaws, aka the users. <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah, 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 fair. 
Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Before we move on to our final story of the day, one one two with a two dollar donation saying, "Glad to see you here, Brandon." Hashtag hey. Mega Man Forever. Ah, thank Hell you yeah. very much. Um, yeah. To put a little a little bit of cursed info out in the world, I would say um, my my most two played Mega Man games are Mega Man X, which is not cursed, and then uh, Battle Network Four is the other Mega Man game I would say that is, is number two. That doesn't make it my number two favorite, uh, far from it, but it is probably the say. other Mega Man game I've played the most. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, you know, they, it's the worst Battle Network game by far. I feel so Yeah, terrible. it is. It I is. Feel awesome <laughs> for you. Look, I, I was I was like 10. I didn't have any taste. Is that also like the sure. best-selling Battle Network game? It is, it might weirdly be. enough. Yeah. I think I think it's because three is really good. I think uh, yeah, because three yeah, was so kind I of think just, it just, commonly just, just off of the hype. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, they went from the best to the worst, unfortunately. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so. funny how they do that. <laughs> oh, oh boy. All right. Well, let's get to that final news story where EA is going to EA. Yeah. So EA has limited their next gen upgrades for FIFA in Madden. To, to basically be exclusively only their more expensive special editions. So last year, uh, you could upgrade, uh, you could get the PS4 or, P, uh, or Xbox One version of FIFA or Madden and upgrade it and get that, uh, you know, be all set and have it, any version. This year, not so much. If you want to have, if you want to get the PS4 version to have it uh, available to be able to play on um, PS5 when you eventually get one, you're going to have to get, and get this, for FIFA, you have to get the $100 digital-only Ultimate Edition. Not even physical. You have to get digital-only Ultimate Edition for FIFA. And with Madden, uh, it's only if they purchase the MVP Edition, which uh, is physical at $100, or the Dynasty Edition, which is $120. Wow. wow. The, the thing, the, the nice. one thing I, I like, the only thing I'm thinking of right now is the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie when Star Lord is doing like the whole, he's like reeling his finger up. That's exactly yeah. how I feel <laughs> about yep. EA right yep. now. Like, fuck uh, right off uh, with this. The, Are you kidding me? That is the game industry. Absurd. I feel bad for like, it's easy for me to laugh about this because I'm not a Madden or FIFA fan, but I just yeah, feel bad yeah. for people who are like we're just really screwed of, over by this. Like, you just sucks. have to think about it in, any, in, in terms of any game. Imagine if that's what you had to do in order to get Final Fantasy VII Integrade. Yeah, like... Right? I yeah. Guess we've... Uh, admittedly I, I guess i haven't been i haven't been paying attention to like gaming news and gaming culture for a long enough time to really know what it was like in previous generations but i feel like this is the most like all over the place of like next generation upgrades where you have yep. the full thing from like free to like pay ten dollars to maybe pay twenty dollars to just like i ah, just just buy the game one and a half time like right yeah it's it's different for it's everybody. Weird. And, of course, like, EA is the culprit, uh, usually, of the worst ones. <laughs> right. Them are Activision. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yeah, say, oh, this, this feels like EA tried to out Activision Activision. <laughs> like, uh-huh. hey, you want to see, see why we're considered the worst company in the business? <laughs> Check <Yeah>. this out. <laughs> and it's wild, too, when you, consider specifically, you are. when you consider specifically FF7 Remake Integrate, like, before they announced that, you know, the next-gen version... I would have told you that Square Enix was going to be one of the companies charging as much as they could possibly get away with for every oh, yeah. aspect of the PS4 to PS5 upgrade. And yet, 
they it's a free upgrade. Uh, not yeah. the Yuffie DLC, of course, but but everything else, the game itself, it's a free yeah. upgrade. If Square Enix mm-hmm. is is screwing people over less than your money wise, you're doing something wrong because Jesus, yeah. how yeah. Which is even weirder because um didn't um Jedi Fallen Order's uh, next gen upgrade was free. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. So like like is, oh, is well, EA just like ah the FIFA I, kids I, will pay for I was, it? <laughs> it well, might be that we like we got them hooked line got them hooked yeah, now and so, just like they'll pay well. for it. <laughs> I was gonna say you know well the thing that brings me joy when I think about this I try to find the positivity in things is that <laughs> somewhere internally they know that these games have a shelf life of like four months. And they're like, yeah. after yeah. that, it's just all downhill, baby. These games become worthless. You're, you're going to find it at GameStop for 99 uh, cents. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, well, if we charge them 100 bucks to get both versions, then maybe like nine people will buy it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, it might be worth it. I just, I just like knowing that they know that these games, while they do make a lot of money, technically hold their value worse than like a used Dodge. They're, they're just like yeah yep. this thing the minute you take it out of GameStop, they're like worth trading value is eight cents sports games. Yep. <laughs> yeah i i i can't believe this like this is i mean you know i agree with brandon this generation has been the most scattershot in terms of yeah. just the approach to peddling the games on the consoles like they're like, oh, if you want to upgrade yeah. from the disc version, you need to like insert the disc, say a prayer to the gods at Ubisoft, hope that the button <laughs> appears. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Submit yeah. a ticket, maybe that'll fix it. It won't. And then just forget about the game and buy it again. Yeah. <laughs> Make it so yeah. frustrating. It was like, yes, I'll just pay for it. Oh, like, yeah. Easy. Well, I remember, so they sent me Ubisoft, because I reviewed both consoles, they sent me the next-gen version of Watch Dogs Legion for the Series X, and it just worked. And then they sent yeah. me instead of a ps5 copy they sent me a physical ps4 copy and i couldn't upgrade that thing for a month like i followed all their instructions and it just didn't work and eventually one day out of the blue i was like i wonder if this ever got fixed and i tried it again i was like oh no it didn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's terrible yeah it's i was going to sit oh sorry oh no go ahead go ahead oh i was i was gonna say uh just like i i as a proud, proud, a proud owner of uh, both next-gen consoles, uh, soft flex, uh, but the, the upgrade <laughs> process on PS5 games is like the worst. <laughs> like I, yeah, it really uh, is. Get, getting integrate. I like I knew that it was bad, but like I also wasn't paying attention, so I deleted the PS4 version off of my hard drive, and then I'm like, oh, if I want my save, I have to reinstall this 100 gigabyte game again just so that I can upload the save to the cloud. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I see. I misinterpreted yeah. what they meant that when they said yeah. one at a time. I thought you had to just pick one each time and do it. I didn't realize each one you upload overrides the one you already uploaded. Uh, what? So, oh. Yeah. So I was going <laughs> through downloading a bunch, and I got I got like six copies of the same one, same saved file before I realized it was all the same thing. I'm like, oh, wait, oh. It's like, oh so crap. Terrible. So I'm like, I should have just grabbed my completed hard mode save file and just left it at that. Yep. But nope, I was like, oh, I'll just keep all of them and just. That's- that's the worst. So I, I still gotta go I, back I mentioned and do a bit that. about this. I mentioned a bit about this earlier, but for some reason, when I was trying to to upgrade to integrate and and install everything, my my PS5 somehow grabbed an extra copy of like the the instructions to to download intermission specifically, and I couldn't hmm. install it. it. It would not install, and I couldn't delete it from my download queue. And I ultimately, after like hours on the phone with Sony. I ended up having to factory reset my PS5 and reinstall everything. 
Okay. So, yeah, I Frickin- that seems to be a pretty rare thing, but yeah, yeah upgrading from PS4 to PS5 versions on PS5 is, is not like fun. practically this is only a problem we're gonna have to deal with for another like year or year and a half, but it's also just like why are you guys so bad at this? <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. just annoying. Exactly. We we say another year to year and a half, but then you know, a few years after that, the PlayStation Six will come out, and we'll <laughs> yeah. do it all again. Just, just, yeah. Yep. Well, a- and I'm going to posit this. I'm going to put this prediction out there into the universe now. We still won't be done with Final Fantasy VII remake by the time the PS Six comes out. <laughs> oh, we'll, absolutely. No, you're probably totally right. right. Yeah. We'll we'll be having this exact discussion like five years from now. All four of us will be like, I was trying to upgrade. Final Fantasy VII Remake Remake. Yeah, I was trying to get Remake (laughs) Intergrade 2 Deluxe Chapter 3 onto my PS6. (laughs) My gosh. Oh, that sounds depressing. I shouldn't have ended with that. Yeah, but but you put it out there into the universe, so now we all get it. I just want to call out... uh... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say Shadow Hermit in uh, YouTube chat says they're trying to make up for the loot box ban that's in Europe with a $100 version, which that is possible. I did see another story oh, I didn't true. pick out today mm-hmm. where uh, Australia is looking to ban the loot box thing. So they are looking for other forms of revenue with loot boxes getting hit hard. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's, that's how you do it. You just make everybody pay more money. Um, <laughs> top dog in the live audience patron chat I, i'm not quite sure what this is supposed to mean but they posted four emojis the playstation logo a bathtub a smiling face and a thumbs up uh emoji and i'm just, <laughs> i'm trying to put all four of those together and i'm not sure exactly what it means but i mean top dog it's laugh, obviously so. like a playstation bathtub stream got a go. right play right. integrate in the from the bathtub live right here you know what i'm not yeah, we just don't, just don't put your just don't I'm put just... your PS5 in the bathtub. Just just to keep your PS5 itself out of the bathtub, and you're good to go. Uh, so yeah, we need to uh, pay more money because God knows Bobby Kotick needs it. Well, yeah, he needs right. another right. bonus, right. man. He needs another bonus. Yeah. He, he needs man another works yacht. hard. Man yeah. works hard. He only he only got 153 million last time. He could only buy. A hundred copies of Super Mario sixty four at one point five million apiece. <laughs> Only, God. yeah. He, he's never oh, going to fill up his YouTube gamer shelf that way with yeah. mint copies of Mario sixty four. Get by all of them in the world. Oh boy! But uh, well, before we end this off, I do have one little question for uh, mainly. Well, I guess Brandon might know the answer to this mm-hmm. as well because I was not here on Friday, Steve. <laughs> What the hell's up with the minions? <laughs> oh, yeah. The floor is yours. Oh, yeah. This is a well, whole thing. I mean, first off, minions can get fucked, all right? They, oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're terrible. <laughs> they're, they're like a mix of a jelly bean and earwax turned into a person with one gigantic eyeball that is just screaming to be torn from its annoying face. And so I reminded the internet at large that minions are good for one thing, and that is killing. And, well... You know, the Ash put up put up a challenge. He said, "Look, if you draw Steve as a minion, we'll put it on the show." And I said, "Nay, I run the streams. If you draw pictures of me killing minions, I will put those on the show." <laughs> yeah. And the internet responded. 
and uh, I gotta say, some of them, some of them are yeah. real, real good. I've seen, I saw them pop <laughs> yeah. up on my feet, and like, like you retweeting them, like what the hell happened? Really dark, like it got dark fast. <laughs> I don't even remember the context of why Minions came up in the first place. Uh, we were talking about the Mario, the Mario movie. Oh yeah, the, the Mario. Mario movie. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. someone posited that Mario would cross over with Minions, and and then I just then, yeah. yeah. That's I sad. denied that reality. And you both wore overalls. Um, <laughs> really, the, the the one that I only saw, I guess there were ultimately nine pieces of art inspired by this. I only <laughs> saw two originally. And the one with like, with Steve and Bongo, like double teaming the minion and like breaking the minion <laughs> over Steve's knee is really, really dark, you guys. Like, I mean, I, I appreciate the challenge. the challenge was met. I, I love that one. They've, they've <laughs> dived in, they've into that inner anger <laughs> I think, right i think this might be my favorite bit in gvg history <laughs> oh man uh i do agree i, I appreciate what dragon spooker and bolt mouse x are saying though as, as i was saying oh, minions are just budget serve bots serve bots are serve bots are, way yep. better oh way yeah better. I, I wouldn't kill a serve bot i wouldn't dream of harming yeah. a serve bot i love them but a minion right. any day of the week buddy <laughs> any day yeah, yeah. <laughs> could, could uh, goku be a minion oh man goku would, would wreck so. a minion <laughs> I, I don't even no contest i i would love to see goku go ham on some minions and just now that's art i would want to see out there in the world there we yeah, go there ultra go. instinct goku just fucking up a horde of minions just, <laughs> just a complete genocide you know what have have vegeta like in in full-on ozaru form yeah. on wherever I the just, minions home planet is no just i just had a uh vision of oh what's his name from um he's in he's in fighters but he's in one just in one of the movies uh Early? No, no, no. The uh, guy, um, the guy's sort of based off Boo. It's, it's Jelly Bean Hell. Um, oh, uh, Janemba. Janemba, except when he goes apart, it's individual minions. Oh, no. oh that is awful. <laughs> oh, that is. And there, there's Goku's fight. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I think, I think Ultra uh. Instinct Goku could take out Janemba. More oh, importantly, yeah. I just oh, want to yeah. see a minion's eye get popped. Like, just take that gigantic eye, grab really? it, and, like, Doom Guy style crush it. Oh my god. Uh, I don't want to see it. I mean, uh, that's... I you love really want where see... this is gone. Man, it's just... I'm, I'm you saying that. Here's, here's what you gotta like... recognize, Ash. Steve has kids. Kids yes. thank oh, no, you. He to repeat you. No, I get it. No, no, no. He mentioned that, and I agree with you, but popping its eyes, like, that's just making me... I don't want that, that visual. Like, like just think me. about Doom Guy holding a minion by the head... And then, like, that knife shoots out from under his wrist and just gets the minion right through the eye. I'm telling you, there's no it's, there's no oh, shortage God. of joy. It's free oh, smiles man. for everyone. <laughs> now, that's what I call a glory kill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glory kill. Uh, well, so, yeah. Will can, real, that's real, what real quick before we end this off, now that I've learned that disturbing uh, bit of hit, uh, <laughs> lore, Alan Wilkinson with a two-pound donation says, so Goku adopts a minion and calls it Steve. Gotcha. That's awful. <laughs> yeah oh i love it i love it oh uh, man real quick on your Yu-Gi-Oh thing i was i i saw you tweet uh commented on twitter but i i do want to re- uh, give another thank you to um uh oh my god the name matthew wong for uh gifting mm-hmm. me a copy of uh the Yu-Gi-Oh legacy of the duelist the game i've always looked at I was like you know i like the anime i see you play through the anime and they'd be kind of cool to use those cards and actually see how it actually plays because i never actually played yeah. the game before so looking forward to taking some time to check that out and then get my butt completely kicked in that game <laughs> nice 
Well, I think uh, it's actually like if you're not familiar with the um, the card game, I think it's actually a really good place to start because it like especially if you just start through like the first anime up through up through the lineage up through GX five D's Texel Arc five reigns, like mm-hmm. because they uh, they sort of drip feed all the mechanics to you that way, um, and and like they give you set decks because I, th- I think like. You can either use your own deck, or they get like they give you a specific character's deck to play. For oh, that I'm totally taking the character's oh, deck. Yeah. I'm not oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah, own yeah, decks yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it, like surprise. I was surprised when that when that game came out. I was like, this is actually like they they put that into consideration because most uh, most other Yu Gi Oh games just throw you in. They're just like yeah. Figure I've it out, only dude. I've I've only watched up to the midway through season three. Basically, when the mm. filler stuff started Battle happening City, after when the blimp, yep. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I left, oh, and yeah. then um. And, but Dark Side of Dimensions was awesome. Saw that in theaters. Oh yeah! Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice. that's a uh, the the best Yu Gi Oh movie ever made, which is a really low bar. <laughs> and honestly, a really good, like generally a pretty decent shonen yep. movie. Just in general, yeah. Because um, like stakes don't matter. This one because it's yeah. an epilogue. Yeah, it's it works. Uh, it's an epilogue, and it's uh, it's like I think written and I think maybe even storyboarded by the original uh, manga artist. I, I think so. So it it, it oh, is, cool. and, and they like. I, getting off topic here but i i guess i love it because it addresses a couple of loose threads from the manga so it mm. was just like the manga ended like 15 years ago and i'm like oh they're doing thing oh good that's wonderful that's that's it's great yeah yeah, yeah. good stuff and i, I, I love how it gave movie. the chance for the four kids voice actors who you do identify with them yeah to show that they, these people can act <laughs> yes uh-huh. yeah <laughs> everybody got better i mean dan green was always good but mm-hmm. uh all right well, I'm like, with... <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm like, sorry, everybody else feels like all, all I know is that part of the card. Yu-Gi-Oh nerdiness coming out. Yeah, I know Blue Eyes White Dragon. Blue Eyes White Dragon. Uh, Kaiba looking like a PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, heart of the cards. My brother was oh, super into Yu-Gi-Oh, so I'm trying to remember what mm-hmm. Exodia, like the no yeah. Exodia. Who yeah. only shows up in one episode, so that's kind of yep. impressive. My brother oh, had God. the cards. I, I, like... I got a good post-show video thinking about Exodia. Oh, man. Oh, there you go. Oh, All right. Sound, sounds like we've got a great right. uh, making for an outro here, then. Uh, <laughs> right. What? With that, then, I believe we've covered all the major headlines and some extra stuff from today's news. But before we sign off, I do want to give a special thanks uh, to Brandon for joining us today. This was a lot of fun. Glad Thank to finally so... have you on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like... I guess I guess to put that out there into the world, like I've been I've been a fan of all you guys for just like years and years and years. So just to be to be on the other side of that and just to talk to you and just like be on the show, I'm just like holy crap! I'm just I'm just a big <laughs> fanboy at heart. Like that's that's all. I oh know. man, you are no, you are my did. fucking hero. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's oh, it's, so it's our honor parts. and pleasure to have you on, man. This has been great. Thank you so much. Mm. We'd love to have you back. It goes without saying. Yes. Oh, really God, please, fun. please. I'll. It's, Say the word. I'll come right. We, we got to get some more anime stuff on here. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Please make a kind of number eight anime. For... I will cover that on a oh, gaming man. show. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have you back on whenever uh, the Dragon Ball Fighter Z sequel is originally inevitable. Oh yeah, yeah. Or if, like, you know, any, any sort of yeah. Dragon Ball related game news or anything yes. else. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> and where can everybody find you at? Oh yeah, um, I'm uh, at Brandon Bovia on Twitter. Really easy to find, just by name. Um, uh, I talk about my job a lot. Uh, so I, if you're at all interested in how manga gets made, a little bit of uh, a little bit of behind the scenes sort of goodness with uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of memes and shit posting. Um, but I, I, I put out a 
I put out actual nuggets of information every now and again, and then just you know I talk about video games and just all all sorts of stuff. You know, it's Twitter. Right. It's the usual. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. So definitely, definitely check out Brandon. Check out all his uh, you know the Shonen Jump app and his mm-hmm. work on Dragon Ball and Kaiju Number Eight and all that good stuff. But we also want to give a special thanks to all of our pat- patrons, big and small, for. Uh, supporting us, being here for the craziness and Steve's violent outbursts, and <laughs> it, 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 it really means a lot. But oh, uh, man. special, of course, an extra special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier, as this show wouldn't be possible without all of you. You're the ones that create helped us create all this lore. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, and finally, a massive, massive thank you to our executive producers and above, and that includes Jared Edinger. Brandon Bovia. Oh, Rob, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Rob, our man X, Itiono Ben, Dan Inch Whistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Echo Carol, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotek, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Sapphire, Azran127, Pagrima, Ken Rule09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Charlie Bird, Ge- uh, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew, Mader- Andrew Madero, excuse me, RMM, Brady Power, Sakuragi, Becca, Roxa Cat, Fizzy Wigoid, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, out in four days. Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Deneth, Coda, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askeron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The the Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Bowling. Hi, Mom. Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Derek, Ray Clausen Jr., Nathan the Voice Actor, Hulkamaniac55, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, and Cameron Sharp. Thank you all Woo. so, so much. And uh, remember you. that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming where you can get access to our exclusive post-show and ad-free content for as little as $5 a month. Thank you all so much for watching. And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. Until next time, good night, good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye.